Hello, everyone. I'm Chris Black, and welcome to the podcast, Help Me Understand. If you didn't hear the last segment that I did, um, it was a quick little preview of season two because we are now in season two. And as I mentioned in that uh, short episode, um, this podcast today will be an episode uh, that I did with uh, Corey Martieri. Um, She is a certified matchmaker. Um, I've spoken to her before and after the podcast. We've actually uh, met up and talked. She is an awesome person. I really hope that you guys enjoy some of the things that we're going to talk about. I'm, I'm really excited to have her on. I look forward to hearing what the listeners have to say about some of the things that she offers. It's going to be really exciting. So um, without further ado, uh, Corey, can you hear me? Hi. Can you hear me? I can now. Oh, awesome. Awesome. I can hear you loud and clear. Perfect. All right. So first of all, thank you so much for um, agreeing to come on to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Um, And actually, what we'll start with is if you can just give just a basic introduction of yourself so the listeners have an idea of who we're talking to today. Absolutely. I'm Corey Martiri. I'm a certified matchmaker and dating coach. I'm the owner and founder of the Coryland Agency, a consultative dating service designed to help people find and build fulfilling relationships. I recruit clients intent on finding love, provide a customized approach that includes various resources, and connect them with like-minded companions. That sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, dating in general can be very scary. So. It- it definitely can. It definitely can. So th- there's so much that, um, you know, I'm curious about w- with what you do, because I have a lot of female friends. I've heard horror stories of of guys and dates and, you know, even even women, you know, to guys. So I, I just heard horror stories. So I'm oh, so that's curious. Like a week's long podcast of horror dating stories. I, and all. We all have one. There's always one good story that sticks out for everybody. I'm not even kidding you. Last person I talked to, they said, you should do an episode on that. And I said, I don't think I have enough time to go <laughs> through all the things. Um, but so this is very interesting because um, before I talk to you, um, I, I, I've only seen the movie Hitch. I think I, told, I made a joke about yep. it before I talked to you. So I didn't know that this was actually a thing. Oh, this is so a thing. So there's two, with the dating world, there's two types. There's the offline dating Mm-hmm. And then there's, there's the online dating. Right. So the worldwide offline dating industry is estimated to be $3.4 billion. And this is growing at 3 to 4% a year. So offline dating is matchmakers. Okay. Okay. And then you have your online dating, which are going to be your apps, your Tinders, your matches, your Hinge, all of those things. Right. So according to the Financial Times, um, 39% of the heterosexual American couples have found their partner through dating apps and sites. You said 39%. So 39%, yeah, so of, of heterosexual couples here in America. So I think, you know, back in the day, oh, oh I have a date tonight. Who'd, who, how'd you meet him? Matt, you know, match. And now everybody's like, oh, yeah, I met him online. So if you don't meet your person, like via, you know, if you meet him in person, it's kind of like good for you. Right. The days of meeting somebody, <laughs> the days of meeting people at the bars are kind of over. It's all online. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, because I'm in this industry, my girlfriends are always sending me over like screenshots and, and stuff. And it's just, it's funny, but that's how 
how people are meeting and some people are really good about meeting, you know, online and stuff. Me personally, I was never a fan of it. Yeah. I, I fear that people lose that ability to actually like hold a conversation face to face with someone or the attention span isn't there because when you're talking to somebody online, you can be watching a video, you can be doing something else. And then, but when you're in person with people, I feel like that's a, a, a way different thing. It is. It's, it definitely is. So I think too, I mean, even if you've looked through, you know, how dating apps have evolved too. back in the day, you used to have eHarmony and people complained mm-hmm. about eHarmony because you would log in, you would pay a dollar amount, and then you would take this long kind of almost quiz to help you understand the way that you thought and, you know, your, your key values and all that. And it's actually interesting. I did eHarmony years ago and I only matched with one individual, but we to this day have remained friends. We did oh, okay. for a little bit. It didn't work. But like friendship yeah. wise, it was perfect. But now you fast forward because everybody's got all this time and there's all these apps and everybody wants to be the next best one. And I mean, Tinder was created solely for sexual purposes, but I have found a lot of people are now dating. You know, they, they found luck. They found love on, on Tinder. But now if you look at Hinge, I think with Hinge, you put like, what, six pictures of yourself and then you say three things. And I can tell you right now, people don't answer those questions properly. You were given three questions, three questions to explain yourself. This is your elevator pitch when it comes to dating. And if you can't even answer those questions properly, how the hell am I going to date you? Like it's so frustrating. Oh, hinge, hinge is good from the standpoint as you have like two seconds, you make a great impression. That is it. But I mean, people can't center their photos, right? People are putting face masks on, you know, you're not even answering the questions properly. So you have that, you know, the online dating experience and people get really frustrated. Me personally, I don't like it. I've, you know, I, this summer I was going through and I was like, all right, I gave myself a pep talk and I was like, all right, if you're going to do this, like practice what you preach, girl, like get online and do this and give it a month because you do. And it takes a while too. And I think what happens too, is you get really frustrated because, you know, if you date a certain ethnicity or you, you know, you're looking for something and, you know, even a certain age, they're sending you people five years younger. Well, what am I going to do, you know, do with somebody who's closer in age to my son than to me? And right. it takes, so it take. I found with Hinge, it took a good two to three weeks to get that algorithm and what you liked down pat. So if you are going to go the online dating route, be patient. It's going to take some time for them to, you know, for the algorithm to, you know, to figure you out. But then, you know, there's also times of years to do it if you're going to do online dating. So I think what you have to think of too is, you're going to see a huge increase of online dating after the first of the year. That's just, you know, people go through holidays. They're stuck with, you know, the Mm -hmm. in-laws and grandma. When are you going to meet a nice girl and, you know, bring her home type of thing. You're going to see that. And people do New Year's resolutions. I mean, even this year, one of my, I'm very big on vision boards. And one of my vision boards was I wanted to be in a relationship. So I put that down and, you know, you kind of go through things and, you know, I started, I had started a new job. I had the business. So I wasn't putting a lot of focus on that. But then I, you know, ended up putting focus on it later on and I ended up, you know, becoming in a relationship. But people focus the beginning of the year. It's the new, new year, new me, that whole thing. So right. people, are fo- people are focused on that. What The worst time to go to do online dating is in the summer. Everybody's busy. People are out on their boats. People are on vacation. Things are, you know, yeah. you're going with work. Your kids have sports or whatever. So I find that it really kind of decreases. Um, and people are out and about too. So it's easier to meet people. And then the holidays things kind of fall off a little bit because again, you have your, you know, your work parties, this is all pre-COVID right. obviously. But, yeah, you know, yeah. Pe- yeah. People have your, you know, your work parties, your holiday events, all that kind of stuff. People are running around like crazy. Um, so you kind of have to be a little strategic too, if you're going to do online dating and when you want to do it. And then you also have to, 
you're putting your best foot forward. And I'll tell you, some people don't put pictures the right way. They don't put, <laughs> you know, what they put down. Grammar, just put some punctuations. Oh, yeah. Just put some punctuation. Do some spell check. And the thing is, too, and I've done this with my girlfriends, give me your app. Let me see what you're doing. And just rearranging your pictures and putting, you know, people, especially women, like men are very visual. Put your full-length picture up front right away that should be your first picture like show people what you're working with because we just we just we're quick to judge like real quick quick to judge so and i'm guilty. Oh, yeah. i mean we're all guilty of it um you know but it's just you you got to put your your best foot forward with it and i think what ends up happening into how i got into the business is you know i lost my corporate job last year and I've always wanted to be a dating coach because I always felt people were really just, they were horrible daters. Like they made it too difficult. It didn't have to be difficult and people make it really difficult. So I was like, I might as well start getting paid for what I'm already doing. for free. Like that's the way that I looked at it. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be, you know, super complicated. So I ended up finding the matchmaking Institute. Um, and I got certified as a matchmaker, through them and a certified um, dating coach as well. So I started okay. my own agency last year and um, I've been doing it ever since. Okay. That, that's awesome. That's, that's great. And like you said, Hey, if, if you're good at something, never do it for free. Right. That's exactly. what There's nothing wrong with bringing in a little extra money on stuff. So. Absolutely <laughs> not. not. And, and you know, so, and there's, there's things, some of the things you mentioned there, because there's so many apps, most of which I've never even heard of, but it seems like they're, if you're serious about trying to date online, you know, you're going to certain apps for certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Hinge sounds like it's more like speed dating, where there's, you know, you put your picture, you answer your three questions, and then there you go. Yeah. So, you know, if what you do, right, do you help people who are looking both on, for online dating and for in-person dating? Yes, I can do both. So I offer okay. a couple, yeah, a couple of different packages. And the thing is, when you come to somebody and you're going to hire somebody and you're seeking coaching, you, you're kind of at your wits end. And I think that's one of the reasons why people hire matchmakers. I mean, for me, there's a, there's a couple, it's the, the dating app fatigue. So you're frustrated with online mm-hmm. dating. You're done with ghosting. You get scammers. I mean, the list goes on and on. And then, you know, also too, online dating, it's a lot of effort and it's very time consuming. So at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, I remember like match coming out and just saying online, you know, overall online profiles have gone up because there was nothing for us to do. We were sitting at home. We didn't mm-hmm. know what was going to happen. Some people weren't working at all. You know, you can do it anywhere that you, that you, you know, any from your couch, from, you know, from the bathroom, from anywhere, from bed, you can go and, and, and do all that, but people weren't getting anywhere. And you, at the time right. you only had so much Netflix you could watch as it was. So now people are back to work. Your workload possibly could have increased because, you know, there's been people furloughed, people have been laid off, people Mm -hmm. left. You have virtual learning. So now you might be working full time, but you're helping your kids with school and you didn't didn't have that before. So they don't have time to be on the apps. And, you know, by the time you've you've come to a a matchmaker, it's just you want us to do the work for you. You're fed up, Um, you know, and and there's nothing wrong with I mean, it's it's kind of like when you when you hire a coach or, you know, you want to lose weight. So you want that personal touch and the accountability. So when you lose weight, you're going to hire a trainer. You're going to go to Weight Watchers. So we're they're They're going to create a personalized program for you, which is exactly what I do. So I create a program that's going to identify the baggage you're bringing into a relationship. Are we talking, I'm bringing on a carry on or am I bringing like a (laughs) U-Haul? 
Ooh, okay. That's a, <laughs> that's a whole nother. <laughs> but you're, you know, these are the things So we're going to identify the key values. Maybe you see yourself that you keep dating the same person over and over. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, this is what I want, but this is what I'm attracting. Or maybe I just got out of, a, uh, you know, I've been married for 20 or 30 years and now I'm getting back in the dating pool. So where do I start? And mm-hmm. I don't want to be, you know, I don't, I can't tell you how many people I've met in their 40s and 50s that have never been on a dating site, which, you know, it, it's great for them. So I was going to say cheers to them. Exactly. They don't... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's like, yeah. you know, you're hiring a dating coach. And, and for me, it's, it, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you goals and it's going to be, you know, it could be little things like. Go out and meet somebody, the, you know, the person that's always, you know, you're at Starbucks and you find this person attractive, give them your phone number or, mm-hmm. you know, you're on a dating app and you can, you know, match with them. I mean, there's so many different, different dating apps and there's so many different things that you can do. But I think at this point, when you hire a matchmaker, you're serious about finding your partner. You're serious about, you know, working on things um, with, with matchmakers. The great thing is, is, you know, you meet with us. You decide that you're going to, you know, work with us. We go through, we vet our client, our clients. So we're doing a background check. We're making sure you are okay. who you, you say you are. It's safety. And you're not crazy. Exactly. And, you, you know, know, you don't have a restraint. Yeah, exactly. Someone. You don't write bad checks. I mean, you know, we go through yeah. <laughs> it's little stuff like that, but we go through and we, you know, we verify that and you're not providing your contact information. So if I'm setting up John on a date with Jennifer um, you know, the two of them, I confirmed the day before I put the reservation in my name. And then at that point, you know, all right, oh, guys, okay. call me, tell me what you're wearing. Send me a picture. I tell the two of them, you're going to meet at, you know, ABC restaurant at seven o'clock. The, the, the reservations under Corey. And then she's wearing a purple dress. He's wearing a, you know, a jeans and a jacket. And then you guys go out on your date. You don't, they don't exchange contact information. So at the end of the date, wow. yeah, so the, it's, it's a true blind date. So either at the end of the night or the next day, within 40 to, you know, 24 to 48 hours, I like to, to call them and get a dating debrief. And it's everything from, you know, yes, they showed up on time. They weren't on their phone. They treated the staff great. The restaurant was great. Great view. This is what we talked about. Or it could have been this guy was on his phone the whole time. She was too busy talking right. about her ex. So, you know, you go in and and – it really allows you to not have any preconceived notions. Like, because some people go in and they just, you know, I date tall guys and I do this and I do that. And yeah, yeah. guess what? It's only like 10% or something or above six feet tall. Like we're not a tall society. The average height here for men in the U S is five, five feet, eight. Get over it, ladies. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm taller than that. Okay. <laughs> I'm taller than that. But I mean, you yeah. know, you get hung up on these little things and it's just, you want to go in with a clean slate and you really want to go in with mm-hmm. a positive attitude. And then at the end, you know, you come back to me and I get feedback on both parties. So if I set somebody well, up. Well, that, that's what I was, I was wondering. Yes. Is, is, is it hard to, I mean, if, you know, if I went on a date with someone and then I came back to you and you told me like, oh yeah, she did not like you. You were, you were on your phone, you chewed with your mouth open. Like, is it hard to give that feedback to, to one of the so people? Let me tell you about Corey. Corey's kind of straightforward and tells it like it is. <laughs> so <laughs> for me, that's not difficult, but you kind of have to curve it. So I sent, you know, somebody, yeah. you know, I, I sent a girl, you know, and she ends up being one of my friends. And I, you know, just from talking this, you know, this guy taught her to college and did all this. And it was a great opportunity for her. And family is very important and family is very important to her. And it was just, there were so similarities mm-hmm. and she's like, but I just, there wasn't any chemistry. And I was like, 
you're not always going to see sparks the first date. And she kept saying, she goes, right. the conversation was great and this and that. And I said, you've said nothing bad except there were no sparks. I said, are you just open to exchanging a phone number with him? You know, and it, it, you have everything. And sometimes it's, it's really tough that some people can't get out of your way. Romance isn't like the rom-coms. It's not going to be a Jennifer Lo- Lopez movie every single time. It's just, it isn't. And I mean, I, she's on her, what, going on her fourth marriage, so maybe I shouldn't use her. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, use someone else. But I get what you're saying. I get what you're but saying. But it, uh, yeah, it's just, it's tough. And people just, you know, you want to see sparks and all that stuff. And guess what? Usually when you see the sparks, it's not always, I don't know, it's, it hasn't seen. And I think what people need to understand, the goal of the first date is, do I want to have a second date? And that's it. And that's what people kind of have to learn. It's kind of like dating is like sales and stuff. It's like you're giving your pitch. It's give and take a little bit. You want to give a little, a little bit of information. You don't want to give it all in the beginning. You know, if I, if I right. show up and throw up, like there's nothing left for me to understand. <laughs> like you need to have a little bit of mystery. Right. You, you, you give them enough that they want exactly. more. And then, yeah. okay, that yeah. makes sense. I, no, I, I get that. It's, you know, it's just, it's interesting, you know, the idea that people actually want, right, the this forever stuff, right? And now we're at a point where everything's so different, mm-hmm. where who knows what's going to happen next week, right? So I'm, I'm curious, from when you first started, you know, what was the biggest change? And obviously the, the online, you know, that, that number has grown, but is there a change in what people are looking for? Are they now looking for just companionship or are you only helping people find forever so it's interesting so i talk to a variety of folks i have some people that have never been married never been in a serious relationship and they want marriage and kids i have other people that have been divorced and they're like i don't want to do that i don't want to get married again but i'm okay finding a life partner right i think you know the question i get asked a lot and we we talked about this before is that you know success rate is different for everybody so you know, mm-hmm. somebody who's been married for 20 years, they're just like, I got to get back into this. I don't know what the hell to do. And then there's somebody else that, you know, somebody like me, I'm divorced. I don't think I would want to get, I'm okay not getting married again, but I want to find a lifelong partner, you know, okay. and, you know, when you start dating somebody. So I think it's, it's different from that aspect. I think I have noticed that even the people like I've talked to online and things like people genuinely want companionship and they want people, maybe they don't make it a priority. And I feel like when you, when you, when you put a, you know, when you make a relationship a priority, um, you're going to do the tools and you're going to, and you're going to do the work. And that's when you come to a matchmaker. Um, I think COVID has changed a little bit. I think in the industry in general at first, um, and I have some statistics I can share later with you, but I think in the beginning and because it hit us up here in the Northeast, it hit us sooner. We didn't know what was going to happen. So things kind of, you know, went mm-hmm. quiet. We weren't going anywhere. People got online and things started to open back up again. So you, your, your days of traditional dating are over. You're like, you're not going to go sit at a bar. You're not going to go, you know, restaurants and you, you're closing early and stuff. So I think we had to get a little creative and we had to do some virtual right. dates. And a lot of people were open to it. A lot of people did it. Um, like the Zoom yeah, like exactly. that? A lot of people did it, you know, um, a lot of people were still, you know, were happy with doing it. It was an opportunity, but you had some downfalls too. Um, but I think right. that's it. And I think, you know, I've had a couple conversations with some matchmakers. It's like, okay, what are we going to do? But we're seeing overall, I've talked to three or four matchmakers that this is the best year they've ever had with their business, oh, okay. and, you know, and there's, there were some that had to, you know, that have maybe closed up shop or that have seen, you know, things kind of slowed down, but those numbers came pretty early. And that was like around a survey, um, 
the Global Love Institute did in, in um, I would think, believe it was in April. So it was still kind of early. But I think overall, mm-hmm. from the people that I've talked to, they're serious about it. Um, they want to do it. They're interested in love. I think, you know, at the end of the day, you still need a little bit of chemistry to make it happen. But I think you get to a point in your life, too, that you just want to find that life partner that has the same values with you. Um, and I'm, right. and it's interesting, too. I've seen a lot of people that are happy to date outside their race. They're open. I think okay. the two things that, you know, due to the election, it's one of the questions that I had been asking the last year and a half is. I was yeah. just about to bring <laughs> is, that up. All right. Are you a Trump supporter? You're not a Trump supporter. And do you believe in science or do you not? Because, you, have, you know, it's. It's tough. <laughs> I mean, these are the questions you have to ask, and some people are fully on board, and some people aren't. So it's been. I was just gonna bring that up when you mentioned yep. like values I mean, and stuff. Yeah, just that's gonna been say. a really big one. Um, and it's in, you know, it's just, and it's tough too because when you're you're up in the Northeast, we're very straight to the point. We're fast paced, you know, and and that's how we yeah. are. And you get some people, and you see people that have you know relocated and come to the side of the you know, the country and they just have different things, you know, different values and stuff, but it's been, you know, it's been right. interesting from that standpoint. So I still think that's going to be probably a question because that is a big, you know, big value that a lot of people hold near and dear. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, so when, when you're talking to someone or is this like a, like a verbal questionnaire or you, or do you give them a paper and say, Hey, fill this out. And then you go over some of the more important questions with them, like family. Uh, that yeah. Kind of so stuff. The, yeah. So the process uh, is a great question. The process is they go onto my website. There's a, um, you know, there's mm-hmm. a link to become a free database member. So what they do is they fill out a quick little questionnaire, maybe takes 10, 10, 15 minutes. And what they do is they schedule, um, they'll get a e- confirmation email and they schedule a time to talk with me. So we sit down and it's just, you okay. know, it's via phone or, or zoom. It's a 15, 15 minute phone call just helps me understand them a little bit. You know, why do you think you're ready to date? What are you looking for? This is what, you know, this is the service that I offer. So I just get a little, you know, a quick little feel for them, give them kind of a price range on what they're looking for. Um, And sometimes too, one of the questions I'm asking now is, are you okay with dating in person? Do you want a virtual date? How much time do you need? Because, you know, some people aren't comfortable with going out and, you know, you want mm-hmm. outside seating or do you want inside seating? So those were the questions that I was asking a lot over the summer. And for the most part, everybody was okay with meeting a per- everybody was okay with meeting a person. And it's how quickly can you, yep. you know, how quick quickly do you need notice for a date? So then at that point I explained you're a free database member. So if I have a premium client that is going out and that's searching for, you know, searching and you meet their criteria, I'm going to give you a call and say, hey, are you dating anybody? Are you open? This is, you know, this is the gentleman or, you know, woman that I have. Share the profile with them. Are you interested in them? Yep, absolutely. Sounds good. All right, let's, you know, throw out a couple of dates and then we schedule the date. If you're a free member, I'm not actively searching for you. So it's just if, it, if okay. you know, again, you fit a criteria for my one of my clients or for another, another matchmaker's client, then by all means, you know, I'll, I'll hook you up. But if, then if you become a premium member... What we do is I send them over a link because I have a database. I have a CRM, just like if you were a sales professional, kind of like a Salesforce almost um, for, you know, for my clients. But I send them over a link and they complete more of the profile. So, you know, key life values, okay. what are they looking for? Where, you know, I don't want to say what are your hobbies, but like, you know, what do you like to do and all that. But then we schedule a, a one-on-one call, so an hour-long call. And they sign a service agreement. And yep. So I have a service agreement. They either, you know, put down the deposit or pay in full. 
Um, but we sit down and we have a one-on-one call and it re- I ask questions about family. Like, how did you grow up? This and that, you know, I ask the deep questions. I don't care if you want a guy with blue eyes or brown eyes or whatever. That to me is just, those are little questions, but I need to know how you were raised. And if, you know, family is very important to you or you, you know, were you a latchkey kid or, you know, just things. Let's talk, tell me about your kids. That's, yeah, that's the like, baggage, right? The yeah, baggage I, that comes Okay. It. it was like, all right, so why do you think your marriage <clears> failed? Or, you know, what do you, you know, what do you see? But as you're having these conversations, it helps me understand what you're looking for. But at the same time, it's like, how do I, you know, how do I sell this person on you? I also came from corporate sales, you know, for 12 plus years. So right. I, I need to find, yes. So you exactly. do this. So I need to find a solution <laughs> for you. So, you know, yeah. and some people are like, I'm not going to date this. I'm not, you know, my ex-husband's this. So you, you know, you kind of come around and you have to, you have to understand what's in for. And sometimes you'll get it right. And sometimes you don't. And like, I had a gal um, about a month or so ago, go on a date. And I liked her because she was like, I'm going to think about it and I'm going to call you back this on Monday. And I was like, perfect, you know? And mm-hmm. she called me and she goes, I know exactly why you set me up with him. She goes, I know why you did it. She's like, you listened to everything that I said and what I wanted. She goes, but the thing is, she goes, his kids are older. And she's like, I have a nine-year-old and, a, you know, to a 17-year-old. She's like, I, you know, we're at different stages of, ever, of our life. But she, you know, she wanted right. somebody worldly, right. like she's high up there in her company. She just got an award for business. So it's like she, you want somebody that's kind of on the same scale. And, you know, she came from a relationship that mm-hmm. her, you know, her husband, she was very successful at work, but I think her husband was like, in, her ex-husband was like intimidated and didn't, you know, kind of talk down about her. And she's like, I work hard for this. Yeah, this yeah. is what I want to do. So it's tough. It's very tough when you're successful in your career and your, your, you know, your partner doesn't celebrate it or you know, congratulate you on it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's tough from that aspect, but you do, we get to learn a little bit. And then my motto is I can present to you three potential matches. You have the right to say no, but if you turn down three people, then I'm going to count that as a match because it's like, you come to me, you want me to, you know, oh, I hate to say it, but you want me to supply you, you know, with an opportunity and I'm giving you solutions and you're, you're turning them down. So I, that, you know, and each matchmaker, right. we all do it a little bit differently, but that's what I do. You have an opportunity to say no three times, but I'm going to take that match away from you. Like that's going to count as a match. And there's going to be times that we, we don't always get it right. But like I said, people's success, people view success differently. Um, you know, and it could be, mm-hmm. you could get married and, and have kids or, or maybe it's just like, I'm just happy having a partner and having somebody to go out with on Friday night. So have you ever denied someone oh, yeah. um oh yeah your services yes. um you have been people like they wanted to date you know they weren't really ready they didn't want to date 30 miles outside of where they lived um they dated a certain um it, they wanted there was so much and this person was you know early 50s wanted to date you know it there was so much like i don't even know how how can i say it without coming out bad but they were just they, their, their list was very large and it, it was one of those things that was like, you know, I only want to date a woman who in her, in this age range, who doesn't have kids. And if they have kids, the kids have mm-hmm. to be little, right. but then they have to be of this religion and they have to be this and this, but I'm only willing to go oh. 30 miles. And I'm like, but you live in a part of the state where there isn't this big community. <laughs> like I'm going to have to do the legwork. You're right. going to ha- and like, they just, there were certain hard things that were just a hard no for them. And this person had been in a serious relationship since like high school or college. 
well, there's a reason why. So it's like, you know, you're not always going to be a fit. And some matchmakers, you know, might turn them down because you don't make enough money because you don't, you know, they might not be pretty enough because they know what their clientele is. But we always, if we're not the ones, if we don't think we're a good match for this, we're going to refer you to another matchmaker that will, that will have that. Oh, well, that's nice. so like I, you know, had a call with somebody the other day and I was like, I don't, my, my bread and butter is not the city. I don't have anybody, but I think you should find a matchmaker in this location in your city. And I can, you know, we can find mm-hmm. somebody for you. That's the great thing about this industry is we're not competitive. We're very collaborative. Yeah. That, that's really nice. Um, you know, I, I didn't know if like, if you ever just oh, got yeah. like a vibe oh, yeah. I've had from this, someone yeah. like, Oh, this guy, yep, yeah, this guy's a creep. girls this summer that were clearly gold diggers. Clearly, like oh. you're twenty, you're like early, like mid to late twenties, and you want to date forty and fifty year old men, and you're you're hot. Maybe they are shopping. Have a type. Oh, okay. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> so that's where we stand with that, and and traveling, shopping, and traveling were your hobbies. So, and you're open, to, you're open to dating okay. anybody, anybody in the world. Or anybody in the country, as long as, you know, yeah, we could do like a Zoom date first, but then, you know, they could fly me out or they could fly here. Yeah. So just Got like it. little stuff like that. I mean, beautiful women, don't get me wrong. Go to sugardaddies.com, not me. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, that could yeah. be I mean, someone's I'll keep bread it in and the butter, you know? Because, you know, some people, some people <laughs> want arm candy, but... You know, it's just, it's, it's frustrating from that aspect too, because I think, you know, matchmakers and, and people like people who do this and dating coach, we generally love, love. We love finding solutions for people. We right. really enjoy right. helping people. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a Libra, so we're in love with love. I'm a hopeless romantic. It's disgusting. My friends all make fun of me, but it's just, <laughs> it's who I am. And, you know, we generally, we want to see people, you know, happy. Right, so seeing like the gold diggers or it's the just, yeah, sugar daddies—that's something that you don't really. It's kind of like really... a mockery of our business. I mean, you know, it's kind of like rappers nowadays. You know, we loved to, you know, we grew up on Biggie and Tupac and you know Wu Tang, and then you have these other guys that come out and they're just like, "Come on, this isn't what the industry was back in the day." So, yeah, <laughs> I definitely get that. You know, I definitely it's, get it's that. Tough, it's a good, but it is—it's rewarding. You know, it's and sometimes too, it's not even like you know, maybe you don't find the perfect match for somebody, but they found something about themselves with dating. Like my one girlfriend, she's tall and she, mm-hmm. you know, she'll call me and she's like, you're going to be really proud of me. She goes, I'm dating somebody. And I was like, oh, that's good. And she goes, and he's not taller than me. And I was like, what? And she goes, he's <laughs> nice. And she's like, he, he cooks for me. And he does this and he does that. And I was like, and she said, she's like, she heard Kevin Hart one time, like did a podcast or an interview. And he's like, I'm short. I get it. He's like, my wife is taller than me. He's like, but if she hadn't given me a shot, right. I, we wouldn't have gotten married. We wouldn't have kids. Like, you know, there's just, there's certain things that you can, you know, you can't change height. You can't change. I mean, you can change your hair color, but there's just certain right. things. But at the end of the day, I mean, and you always hear that saying opposites attract. It's fun in the beginning. It's fun mm-hmm. to try new things. There's the energy there's, you know, you might have the passion, but at the end of the day, if you don't have those same key values, you're not going to work. And that's what I think people right. tend to forget. Right. And it's good to do a little something different and to have your own hobbies and to go out there and do different things. But if you can't agree on the basics, like financials, where you want to live, how you're going to raise your kids, um, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it could be politics. I mean, if you can't agree on that kind of stuff, then it's not going to work in the long run. 
So do you ever challenge? I mean, I know you said you mentioned like you kind of give them homework sometimes, like, you know, give your number to somebody or things like that. But do you ever like challenge someone like, hey, listen, I know you have a type, but you know what? That type hasn't been landing relationships. Why don't you, you know, go outside your comfort zone and instead of talking to the shorter petite girl, why don't you go talk to the taller girl that you see at the gym every day? Do you do things like that? Like oh, try absolutely. to get them out of their comfort I've zone? Taken my, I've taken just friends, like give me your social media, give me your dating apps. And I've just like, this is what your person is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just funny to see how people get hung up on that. But yeah, I mean, you have to, and two, you kind of sit down and, and just go through and maybe you take a sheet of paper and you, and you put it in half and then you kind of put like your tall, you know, your physical attributes as you want for somebody. And then you put your, you know, your, the values and the, the insides of the person that they want, you know, do they want kids? Do they want that? Are they hardworking at work? You know, it's just put those things down and then you mm-hmm. kind of cross it off the list. And then you say, okay, you know, maybe I go from 25 to maybe five or seven. You know, these are the things that are really important to me. I mean, at the end of the day, we all age. We're all going to gain weight. We're all going to lose our hair. It is what it is. But it's those things, in, you know, that are going to keep you going in a 40-plus year marriage. It's, you know, how are you going to raise children? How are you going to – just you want to have the same goals in life. And I think that's what, you know, people have to get over. And I actually – and it was funny because I had a girlfriend. She's like, I hate good morning texts. I go, who the hell? I go, who the hell hates the morning text? I go, you're the first thing they're thinking of. And like, like I, I personally love them. I'm like, I get, like, when my boyfriend doesn't send me one, I was like, I'm sorry. Did you not, like, what's going on? And he's like, all right, sorry, sorry. But like, yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. Are you not awake? But like, she didn't like that. And she's like, but it's every day. Like, how are you? How's your son? What's going on? And then like, you talk about stuff and she's like, you know, and then you get the thinking of you text. And I was like, and I said to her, I go, this is a completely different person than from what you date. And she's like, I like it. And I go, there's nothing wrong with that. I go, you've just always dated the same right. types of individuals. And I said, once you open yourself up for that, yeah, and I think yeah. two people, I think sometimes people don't think that they should get it all, that they have the right to be in love, that they have the right to be happy. And I think that's too mm-hmm. unfortunate. I think everybody has that everybody should want that. Everybody can have it. And I think that's what scares, you know, some people, but you know, you kind of have to figure out your dating patterns and like, you know, who you meet and what goes on and if they're not an honest individual and and all of that. And, you know, it's kind of tough. I mean, you're not, it's kind of like, I remember that meme that was going around during when the election was happening. And it's like, listen, we're not always going to find the perfect candidate to find the perfect candidate for America. It's never going to happen. You have to, you know, you give and take a little bit and you have to figure out what's the perfect person for you. And that's kind of how dating is. You're not going to find, because trust me, we're all going to find something wrong with somebody, even though they check off all the boxes. There's always going to, you know, that's just how it is. We're never, we're never happy. I think that society is just gotten that way. Like the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. 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 No, I, yeah, absolutely. But like, so do you believe Hmm. in soulmates? Hmm. That's a really good question. And I think if you ask me different times and after different relationships, I'd probably have a different answer each time. <laughs> I do think that there's somebody for everybody. I don't believe in love at first. I think you have to put in a lot of work. I think your friends can be okay. your soulmates. I think you can. I mean, I, I love these stories. I've heard people that, you know, I have a friend that her and her husband now, you know, they met and they spent the first first 15 days together. They saw each other all the time. Um you know, and they've been together like 25 plus years. Like my grandparents were together for 50 years and four days. Like 
I, you know, I definitely believe, I mean, soulmates might be, it might take work to be soulmates, but I think that there is somebody for everybody. Um, and I just, Mm -hmm. I think you have to be willing to put in the work and I don't think people want to put in the work anymore sometimes. And I think it's, it's tough. And I think, you know, you can definitely, there's ups and downs in any relationships. And I just think it's a matter of, you know, both parties wanting to be successful. I can see that. I can definitely see that. And on on that note, you know, as because, you know, a, a lot of the older people who have been in relationships forever, they tend to point out, well, you know, thing, you know, people don't stay together like like they used to. Uh, what do you think is the biggest challenge for daters slash relationships <sighs> nowadays? That's a good one, too. Um, I think challenges I think sometimes I think too so I think it kind of starts like before you even start dating somebody like if you're gonna go out and you really want to date somebody um I think you have to ask yourself why do I why do I want a partner why do I want to date and am I am I really ready to put in this work Mm -hmm. because even if you're online dating and you know you're exchanging text messages with something I can't tell you how many times I've talked to individuals I've talked to men and I'm like, all right, so when are we going to get together? Cause you know, you exchange a couple messages and then you're like, all right, let's take this offline. Let's exchange phone numbers. And then you're going back and you might FaceTime and you might have some phone right. calls and it's like, all right, let's get together. Oh, I can't do it this week. I'm too busy. Or I can't do it this week. Mm-hmm. Don't create an online dating profile. If you don't have time <laughs> to date, rise me freaking nuts. And it's gotta be one of the biggest complaints. Don't do it. You don't have the time. Save everybody the heartache. Get a pen pen. I don't know what to tell you, but like that or I think you need to sit down and really decide that you have the time. I'm just a little frustrated. I'm um, but I think <laughs> Cause that was that something it's, that was the personal thing right don't there. Don't waste my time. And to me, time is money and my time I, <laughs> I when I and I will tell you this and I told my girlfriends this and I've told my male friends this. I kind of put a dollar figure on my time. And it you know, kind of comes with dating. Like don't okay. waste my time. Your time is no more precious than mine. Because if I turn around and make plans with you on a right. Sunday to do something and you don't follow through, I could have done brunch with my girlfriends. I could have been home watching the football game. Like I could have been right. doing things. So uh, don't, you know, and here's, if you're not, if you don't like me, I'm a big girl. Tell me you don't like me and be done with it. And I mean, I'm totally not answering your question. I've mm-hmm. gone off on a tangent on this. So I'm really sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> I feel like this is what everybody needs to hear. But if you're not interested in somebody, you need to tell them that. And that's like, and that's a good thing with the matchmakers. If you don't have okay. the balls to do it, the matchmakers will do it. You know, this isn't working out. Um, you know, the, you know, they think you're great, right. but there's no chemistry. There's no whatever. Da da da. Like, you know, best of luck to you. Um, and that, you know, thanks, but no thanks. Mm-hmm. But I think for us, you know, you need to sit down and you need to really do that. I think, you know, and then go through with dating. And I th- and I think sometimes we want instant gratification. We want to know exactly what it is. And I think people. Dating is an interview process. And yes. it, it, it is. It's, that was a very good you know, way to put it. Thing. You don't just all of a sudden, you're not going to, you know, the days of you, maybe you go into, you know, I'll use Foot Locker, for example. You go into Foot Locker, fill out an application. Listen, it's the week before Thanksgiving. And you know what? I'm short staffed. I might hire you right on the spot. But if I want you to be a VP of an organization, right. you're going to have four or five interviews. You're going to, you know, there might be some tests and things that you mm-hmm. take and I'm going to send you, you're going to, you know, meet with your peers and you're going to meet with a couple of different people in the department. I mean, that's, that's what it is. So you're going through the, the interview process, but that's what dating is. 
And to me, and I, people make fun of me, I like shoes. So I look at dating as like a shoe, (laughs) a, a return policy. I have 90 days to return my product and get my money back. I can do that with dating. I can date you for 30, 60, 90 days. I feel like after three months, we can sit down and have this conversation. I like you. Do you like where this is going? I do. Would you like to be in a committed relationship? Okay. You know what? Don't have this conversation two, three weeks into it. Oh, it, it, that conversation awful. is like, awful. Yeah, I think what people need to understand and what they don't, <laughs> when you're on a dating app, you need to think that people are dating other people. That's just the way to look at it. Hmm. Because, you know, and that's just that people don't, the days of, I can only tell you like one or two of my friends that actually only date one person at a time. You could be talking, you could be in several different stages. You could just be exchanging text messages with somebody. That's talking. You could have gone out once or twice with someone. That's dating. But until you have that conversation that you were exclusively dating each other, you're exclusively having sex with each other, I would just assume that the other person's dating somebody. Mm-hmm. See, I have, I, I have multiple female friends who have, they've been doing the uh, online d- uh, dating thing. And we've had conversations because they were pissed finding out that the other person was talking to or with someone else and i never thought to say well you know have you guys had the conversation because conversation sucks so i just didn't i just was like oh that what a what a jerk but it's not you you can't get mad but i guess don't ask for something like you can't like so i automatically like you know i was single for for seven years before i got into my current relationship but i would go in thinking i met you on a dating app or i met you here you're dating other people and then it gets to the point that maybe you're ha- – and you can date somebody and you can exclusively be dating them, but you might not be in a relationship. You know, So I feel after 90 days, you can have that conversation. And it's okay. Like there's been times you know, and, and like over the summer, and I would say probably the last two to three years I was doing this, I would talk to somebody and I was like, all right, you know, are you happy with the way this is progressing? Are you, you know, what do you think? This and that. And they're like, well, I don't want to be in a relationship. And I said, okay, well, I set out on this to be in a relationship. So best of luck to you. Take care. I delete right. the phone number. Right. I delete the text thread. You're done. Mm-hmm. You're not giving me value. It's like you go into a, you know, it, it's, you buy a dress. You don't know if you like it or not. You try it on a couple times in the fitting room. Maybe you need to bring it home and try it on with a pair of shoes and the handbag that you have. You know, that's what dating is. You're kind of testing it out. You don't know. But for, I mean, I think men and women, you have to go in. If you met them on a dating app, you have to assume that they're dating other people. And if you go into that, thinking that way because you're not going to get your heart broken you're you know you're thinking of it a different way and i I, right. mean, I tend to date like a guy so i'm a little bit different than most women see i was gonna say because if if, if oh, i said deuce. the things you'd that you're be, saying you'd, right you'd, yep. they would think i was taking but the guy's think, side so kind of just, but that's me but then you kind of i don't know i just you know and you it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to say i like you i don't want you dating other people i don't want you having sex with other people mm-hmm you know, but when you're, when you start doing this, you right, be having, right. and here's my other, my little PSA is, you know, use condoms and be safe and all of that. Because until you have those, you know, conversations mm-hmm. with people, you cannot assume that they're not dating or having sex with anybody else. And I mean, we're all guilty of it. We've all been 20, 30, 40. We're, we always have that side piece. We always have somebody that we call, you know, when things are, you know, down in the dumps or we're having a dry spell. So I just, until you have that conversation mm-hmm. and to be exclusive and that we're in a committed relationship, you know, I just think you have to, you have to have a different outlook on things. 
And you're probably going right. to get a whole bunch of comments and stuff on okay. this. But the guys are going to be like, well, this woman said she's a team coach. So the men are going to call me up and want my services. But the women are going to hate me. So I might have just done myself to service. But... No, I mean, listen, I, I think I think giving people advice, especially especially women, right? Because I think, and like, like we mentioned earlier, it will be more than one podcast if women talked about all the creepy things guys have said mm-hmm. or done, you know, while dating. So... You know, if you can give women advice where they can go into a situation and, you know, not just hand their heart to some douchebag uh, online, you know, for it to be stomped mm-hmm. on, I think they can appreciate and I think that. And, and that's look great. At the signs, too. And this goes so, I can't tell you how many times I've heard, well, this person was actually married or this person had a girlfriend, this and that. And it's like, pay attention to when they're texting yeah. you. Are they texting you during the day when they're at work? Are they calling you? you know, on their way to the office or on their way back home from the office or all of a sudden things go really quiet at like between seven and 10 o'clock at night. Well, that's because they're home with their, with their partner on the couch and they're with their families or, you know, those are the things that you have to, you know, to think about. And it, you know, if they only come up and spend the night at your house, well, how come you haven't been to their house yet? Those are the things that you you know, you have to think about. And there's different ways for you to, you know, social media, the way social media is now you can do background checks. You'll be amazed with what $40 can get you. On some on some of these things, um, what? But you ha- but that's people what? go in and they have blinders on because this is a great human being and they don't think there's going to be anything wrong and it sucks and I mean it's it's happened to me, um, right? But you have right. to be you know be smart mm-hmm. and you know have one eye open. But I just think people don't give up either because I feel like you know like I said everybody's deserving and some people I don't think feel that way. But go into it. Make sure you really have a conversation with yourself. Is this something that I'm ready to commit to? Because you're not going to find somebody overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. I mean, if you do, that's great. Congratulations. But you're going to have to put in work. It's just like you hire a personal trainer and they're going to tell you, you know, you can't out, you know, you're never going to be out, be able to outrun your diet. You're going to have to put in work and there's different, you know, different aspects of it. You're going to have to eat right and you're going to have to work out. Um, So it's, it's putting in work. It's not all sunshine and rainbows either it's it's, it's a marathon not a sprint right um, yeah. but it is it's yeah it's good so i think okay. you know I don't be that. afraid to ask people for help and i think too give your you know give your profile you know matchmaker and that's one of the things too that i ask one of the questions i ask i'm like what would your friends say about you you know if you know maybe you don't know what to say about yourself so you know what let me call your mom let me call your best friend what would they say what would they like to see you you know date somebody with because your friends are always going to be the honest ones and they're going to be the one, you know, real quick to tell you what your faults are and what they'd like to see for you. So ask them, give them your right. profile, True. And have them take a look. Can people like, uh, like if, if like five of my, you know, my friends was like, Hey, Probably take a, uh, like, recommendation. what do you do? Oh, nice. the, person, the person who has everything. Um, you know, I've talked to like brides and stuff. I was actually wanted to do a bridal expo this year, but that had gotten canceled due to COVID. But, um, you know, Always a bridesmaid, mm-hmm. never a bride. I mean, what you know, give a good gift. You can do, you know, yeah. you can do a matches. You can do that. We also do, and I think that's just because it's a match. We're just because we're a matchmaker. But like, I was starting to do events. I did like a singles event, which we just had people. You did icebreakers. There was prizes. You know, you go around, you talk with people. But it was yep. all done via an app. And I was about to do a speed dating, but because of COVID, you know, that got kind of sidetracked. But there's other, you know, aspects to to matchmaking. Right. There's the, you know, the coaching aspect. There's you know, wingman services, maybe you just, you don't know how to tell if somebody finds you attractive. You don't know what to say or how to approach somebody. 
mock dating. Maybe you're just like, shit, I'm really good on paper, but where am I messing up? We'll go, you know, we'll, we'll have a matchmaker or myself. We'll go out with you and right. have dinner with you and pretend it's a date and understands like how to keep the conversation. Yeah. I mean, it's coaching wow. at the end of the day. We want to make you a better person to date and a better help you understand what's going on. I can't tell you how many times, I mean, and you've probably seen it. You're, you're great on paper. And then you're just like, well, why can't I, you know, it's like interviewing You're interview again, back to interviewing for a job, but your resume might be great, but then maybe you stumble over things when it comes time for, to ask the answer the question, or maybe you've just mm-hmm. had a bad, you know, you had right. a bad day and you're showing up to this date and you're just like, I blew it. I completely blew it. Um, and I, I have always mm-hmm. found mm-hmm. personally and I, within my friends too, it's like, shit, why did I schedule this date? I've had a bad day, this and that. You know, if you know you're not going to be any good, reschedule it and say it. But even as, you know, if you're the one that's, you know, just been like, you know, what, I'm really sorry. I'm still really looking forward to, you know, would love to meet you. Sorry, today's not a good day. I'm available these days next week. Or, you know, what, or just kind of like you wanted to cancel and just be like, go. Because how many times I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do this. But you end up going out and having a really good time. It's also like how many times have happy hours, which was supposed to be like one drink, turned into like all night ragers because it's just been a fun night. It's the way to look at it. I mean, go in. Yeah. I don't want to say, you know, right. I don't want to say go in with little expectation, but go in that you're going to have a good time. Give yourself a pep talk in the car. Listen <laughs> to, you know, some good music on the way and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go. I'm going to give this my all and then see what happens. And then sometimes you're not, it's not, the sparks aren't going to be flying, but if this is the person you like and you're like, I could see myself going out with them again. It happened to me. I was, I went on a date and I was like, I don't know. I kind of like them. I don't not like them. And then it was like, all right, let's, you know, we, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like fast forward nine months later and I'm in love with this guy. And it was like, he's not my total, you know, it's not my total type. It's not what wow. I normally would have dated, but I enjoyed his company and I enjoyed, com- you know, having conversations with him. And then eventually, you know, you end up falling in love with an individual. So don't give up on it. It takes a while sometimes. Yeah. Right. Well, that's, that's, so, I mean, we broke up years sweet. later, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my current oh, one. Oh, no, okay. So I thought it was like your current years. one. No, Sorry. No, it was just, it was timing. Our timing wasn't, our wasn't oh, okay. correct. So we, we joke about it. So, but now, no, he's good. And that's interesting, right? Because like you're saying, you know, you can go out with someone and, you know, you give it a couple of dates and it's not exactly what you're looking for. And then you guys stay friends and then you guys both become, you know, find yourself at different times in your life. And then all of a sudden you hit it off. So, you know, even just having one or two Absolutely. dates with someone can lead to I'm in time with an individual. And like, I have another, I, I know of an individual that I just feel bad that she's wasting kind of like her prime baby making years with somebody in hopes that it might come around. And I'm like, you just, I don't know. You just, you know, kind of get, give it up. But I think everything, I mean, I'm a true believer. Everything happens for a reason too. So, you know, sometimes, sometimes it is timing and it, it might take a while, okay. but you know, it all works out. But I think you just, you have to be honest with yourself and honest with your partner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so overall, all these awesome stories, all these awesome people that you've met and helped, um, was there one thing that stood out to you, like the biggest thing that you have? There's a couple of things. I think everybody, no matter what their background, what they do for work, anything, I think at the end of the day, everybody wants love. Um, and it's funny cause you can meet these big burly men and you would never think it. And they're the biggest mushes. And I, I think that's great. Um, I think the industry, I attended the global <laughs> love conference in March of this year. I could not get over how big this industry was. I couldn't get over the facts, the statistics that came about it. 
um, now that I'm in this industry and just being on LinkedIn and meeting with different people, there's just so many people in this industry and it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's a small industry, but we're collaborative. It's fun. We all have the same goal in mind. Um, and it's an industry. I don't think it's ever going to go away Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. People are still want love and, um, and marriage and kids and all of that. And I think it's, it's here to stay. I think we have a great impact. Um, and it's kind of a pandemic proof industry. Well, yeah, clearly with, you know, with all the, all these apps and, and stuff, you know, it, it makes it that much, yes. e- well, it makes yes. it that much more accessible. But I don't I know if it like makes now it too, easy. And I've, I've had conversations right? and I've had conversations okay. with people who might have multiple masters and people, I want this. And he, you know, he said it to me. He's like, I realize I deserved it. He goes, I might not be the tallest. I might not be the best looking. He goes, but I'm a good individual. And I realize that I deserve to be happy and to find a wife and to find and have kids. And I was like, absolutely. And I like that. He's like, you know what? I put in a little work in. He's, you know, people are willing to, you might have to have a tough conversation with yourself, but people are willing to do it. And you, you know, it's not going to come easy, but we'll help you find it. I feel bad for that guy. I'm, I'm definitely the tallest and the best looking. Not so that I can't girl. relate to what he's talking about. That's awful. That <laughs> is awful for him. I feel bad. Oh man. So, um, is it safe to assume that you know one of the best parts of your job is you know meeting awesome people, watching them, you know, fall in love or be it's happy? So, I love finding solutions. I love you know that saying that I know a person who knows a person, I'm that second person. I'm, I can help you find a painter. I can help you find a boyfriend. Like I got you. Like it's, it's weird. Like my network of people, it's just, it's crazy, but I love to connect people and I love to help them. And the best part is it's just, I like meeting new people all the time. So it's a fun, it's a fun opportunity. Okay. And so on the opposite, I think when people can't get out of their own way, it drives me freaking nuts. Just, you know, here's the thing. If it's not working the way that you're doing it, can you just try it my way once maybe? Just see what happens. You know, it's like kids. It's like, you know, you got to make your mistakes, but it's like, you're paying me. Like, let me help you. Let me me help you. I want to help you. Help me help you. So I think that's that's the frustrating thing. And it's just, that makes sense. you know, I, one thing that I realized at the end of the day, you just want somebody who makes you happy. So I don't care like what color you are. I don't care what you look like at the end of the day, as long as you make me happy. And I think that's what people have to do. They're so, they just have tunnel vision on what they want to date. And I think they're just not allowing other opportunities. And, you know, it's just, it's annoying, but it is what it is. That was a long winded answer. Sorry, but. (laughs) No, it it kind of brings me, I I never watch this show, but I hear people talk about all the time. What's the show? They get married. My uh, favorite. Married at that first sight. Isn't that supposed to help bring a it down? Lot. I <laughs> love that show. Married at first sight is there great is. because you go in there, you don't know anything, and they give you tools. I mean, honestly, that's what matchmaking and coaching is right there. They're giving you tools. You're meeting, you know, you're signing up to meet somebody, you're marrying them right on the spot. And then they're giving you tools and things, and you learn a lot about yourself. Um, but it's great. Like, I've learned a lot of tools and tricks, and it really helps you open up. Actually, I had before all, but when COVID started, some of my virtual, I had a, um, I was, I don't want to say dating cause that's not the right term, but I was talking to somebody and we would have our virtual dates watching Mary at first sight together. And it was a pretty cool, like we both, you know, we had wow. set up laptops, we had our, we DVR'd it and we'd watch it together and we'd like, you know, yell at the TV and each other because of, you know, how this person was self-sabotaging or whatever, but you know, <laughs> those are different things. You got to get creative right now. So, you know, take advantage of the virtual dates and and do things watch movies and all that kind of stuff 
I there's a new season is the new maybe season I will check that show January, out. But it's on Netflix, so you can catch up. It's I get I get upset because of like The Bachelor and all that kind of stuff, and that's not real. That's not realistic. Let's just put forty men and women in a house and get them drunk. And it's CoreyLynnAgency.com, C-O-R-E-Y-L-Y-N-N-E, Agency.com. Yes, my parents were very difficult and spelling of the name, but. E-Y in both <laughs> names, but that's the best way. And then it's a free, you know, join my free database um, and just click on that, create a profile. You'll get a confirmation email with a link to my calendar and just schedule some time for us to talk. It's free and we can talk. I'm happy to help out. And I'm going to, I'm going to add all this, um, you know, when, when the episode is posted, everyone Perfect. will have the opportunity to um, click on those links and stuff. But um, I think as you said, People are going to want to find love. They're, they're at, at the very least, find some kind of companionship. Um, and maybe some people are going to want to take that leap. And I I hope people can find that. Um, e, you know, even me, I, I could be a pessimist sometimes, but I, I want people to be happy. Exactly. Um, happiness is something that everyone deserves. Like sometimes people exactly. feel like they don't they don't deserve these things, but they, they do. It works that so sounds well super realistic. But I mean, that's just it, you know, okay, I'm going to fight him. If, why am I going to go on national TV and, you know, lose my job for, three, you know, for lose my job to go, you know, I could just date somebody. So, I mean, it's just, a, it's a mockery and that kind of for, you know, it upsets me, but like married at first sight, they still have, I think there's like nine couples that are still together. They have babies. Like this has actually worked. I'm telling you, check it out. Check it out. It's a great show. That's great. I'm a huge fan. I will, I will check it out. And speaking of checking out, how would someone find you? Absolutely. Listen, I am so thankful that you came on and you uh, shared all this information with me um, and listeners. Um, and I know, you, I know you have tons of, of numbers and stuff in your head. And maybe we'll get to that another time. Um, but overall, um, is there a message that you'd like to share to anyone who is nervous about dating, you know, thinking about getting back into it. What's something that you can tell them to kind of boost that's their spirits great, or that's a great motivate question. them a little bit? I think, bit. you know what, listen, there's going to be some roadblocks. There might be, you know, you might have a couple trips, but at the end of the day, you're worthy of it. You're going to find it. Don't give up. And if you need a little bit of help, I'm here for you. That's it. But I'm listen, if you end up having a podcast there about there it is. bad dates, I have a great one. I am happy to come back. I could probably get you a whole bunch of people <laughs> call in i support this i i will do that again you are the second person who said that i will do that i will make that happen and i will make sure you are on it and and i'll tell you to tell your people friends so they can tell me all their horror stories as well like okay my dms and my experiences so i'm all for it i will i have quite a few that i'm happy to help out with <laughs> Oh, yes okay right, we will talk about that we will make so it much. happen okay all right awesome.